3: Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
4: Hey, everybody, it's Sports Overnight America, a different kind of show you'll find out. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. We're on Sirius 217, XM23, all the apps, American Forces. You gals and guys stay healthy, sports byline, sports map, radio stations like KSHB 1400 in Las Vegas. The guys will join us. Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, will join us from Phoenix, Arizona. We'll be joined by Ralph Zig Tycho and talk about uh, what's happening in San Francisco in the Super Bowl. And of course, uh, well, the Super Bowl is not there, but what's happening in San Francisco and almost the Super Bowl. And of course, uh, a whole lot more, including Barron Sports trivia. Big story of the week should be the Super Bowl. For most people, it is. If it's not that, it's probably the uh, NBA trading deadline on Thursday. If it's not that, it's, I'm not sure, but I'm part of that. I, I, part of that, to me, is the big story of the week, and it's LeBron's treatment of Russell Westbrook. Both, of course, first ballot Hall of Famers. friend of mine says, indicates that uh, they can't look at each other. They couldn't look at each other, and LeBron pushed the trade with Jeannie, Jeannie Buss, and Jeannie went along with it because, of course, LeBron is the general manager. Um, of course, the trade for Anthony Davis. Uh, remember that a couple of years ago, what they gave up, how many number one draft picks. Anthony Davis is a great player for 35 games a year, maybe 25 games a year, but he's not a great player for, let's say, 70 of the 82 games a year. Bottom line is he uh, LeBron treated Westbrook like nobody should be treated. Feel sorry for Westbrook. Here's a guy who gave $750,000 to his alma mater, UCLA, for the athletic program. Here's a guy who plays hard 100% of the time. Here's a guy who's actually left-handed, who taught himself to shoot right-handed. Not a great shooter, never a great shooter, but a great player and a Hall of Famer. And LeBron, put him down. Put him down. You don't treat somebody, you don't treat anybody like that. We can discuss that. We can just list uh, Kyra Irving going to Dallas and a whole lot more all straight away. Right now on Sports Overnight America.
5: This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is... Strawberry Shortcake Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab and go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool or just trying to stay cool. Stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead quench your thirst with a frozen what the fanta strawberry shortcake for just one dollar plus tax only at burger king have it your way not valid in alaska or hawaii this special report was brought to you by coca-cola
0: Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the -the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive. Which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because... You know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and Protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, discount not available in all states or situations.
1: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
5: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at netspend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply.
4: Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Sports Overnight America, waiting for Mark Mancini uh, late at night. uh, Perhaps he'll join us. Perhaps he won't. But we do have Art Source in Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on in Phoenix? Anything particular uh, this weekend, Art Source? Well,
2: let's see. There's uh, Super Bowl 57. I've been hanging out on Radio Row. Got to meet a lot of great people I haven't seen in a lot of years, Fred. A lot of fun. Um, TPC Scottsdale having the Waste Management. 18 of the top 20 players in the world, Sons, the LIV tour group, meeting out here. Beautiful weather. Um, The the town is humming. If I wasn't 126 years old, Fred, I think I'd have a lot more fun. But I'll tell you, my energy level is not what it was 75 years ago.
4: (laughs) Did you watch the uh, NFL honors on Thursday night? I was there
6: last night.
4: All right. I thought it was great, the way they did it. I, I, I really do, the way they put it together and uh, talking uh, about uh, Dak uh, Prescott at the end and uh, what he's gone through, his mom dies.
6: Uh, you know,
2: um, I have a lot, of, a, a whole new respect for Dak Prescott after actually meeting him last night. Boy, was that a silvery suit he had on, baby? Reminded me of my father dressing back in the 60s with the, the silk and, and the shark skin. It was unbelievable, but you're right, Fred. It was well done. Um, the only thing I didn't like so far this week is Roger Goodell talking about how good the officiating has been in the NFL this year. <laughs> I was like, what are you watching?
4: <laughs> no, I, I, honestly.
2: The, the NFL a great job.
4: Uh, other than that, and it, he said it was great diversity and things like that also. Um uh, yeah. I, 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 But meanwhile, Rod, Manfred of baseball says basically the same thing. Everything is great. Everything is fantastic. And uh, uh-huh. and uh, the rule the changes, have, to my mind, it hurt the games very, very badly. But back to Goodell. I mean, I don't ever remember a year where so many games maybe uh, had to do basically with the officiating, the win or the loss. Had well, you know, to do the joke around here,
2: Fred, was that Ron Torbert was named the the AFC most viable player in the championship game, the referee. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it was just really bizarre. But, hey, we're past all that now. We're within, uh, you know, 48 hours, 24 hours of the game. Um, I will say this. I got to meet some great people. I got to meet Nick Bosa, who was the defensive player of the year. I got to meet, uh, meet Chauncey Gardner. Does that name take you back to an old movie years ago with okay. Peter Sellers? Yeah. I saw us. Yeah, he was the Defensive Player of the Year. What a great kid he is. Brian Dayball, he reminds me of a football coach from the 60s and 70s. I mean, he's just a big guy with a lot of love, happy, always laughing. Um, Justin Jefferson was awesome. He was, you know, named Offensive Player of the Year. But I did notice a couple of things that bothered me, Fred. What? Uh, no Reggie Wayne in the Hall of Fame. No Devin Hester, the best punt returner, kick returner. In NFL history. No Patrick Willis. Hopefully we'll get to talk to Zig about that. Ralph Tycho. Uh, And also no Dwight Franey in the Hall of Fame. But Rivas, Thomas. uh, Joe Thomas and Zach Thomas got in. Ken Riley posthumously. Same with Chuck Howley. Uh, Rondé Barber. DeMarcus Ware. And Joe Klecko. It was a well done show. I must say. It was classy all the way around. And the best part of it was like, I got to meet Jimmy Brown for the second time in my life. And what a class act he is. I mean, for him to get the award now named after him, you know, in his, for history, the all time, you know, the every year the leading rusher in the NFL, it's gonna be the Jim Brown Award. That was really neat.
4: A lot of our listeners uh, may never have seen Jim Brown. Of course, at 126 years of age, you did. Um, I've seen tapes uh, being 39 years of age. And, um, but I do have a couple of 1958 rookie cards, Jim Brown. So the more times his name gets out there, I think the more value for those cards uh, become. So keep talking well, about I will Jim tell you Brown.
2: one thing, Fred, the one thing I will tell you, and, and I got to see some film on him, um, he was a man among boys in his era. You now, he only played for basically 12 years. He had 12,000 yards rushing, 12,312 to be exact. He was a three-time MVP. He could run with speed. He ran with power. He had the power of a Marion Motley. He had the speed of an O.J. Simpson or, you know, an Eric Dickerson. Uh, but his social messages, when there, before, he and Muhammad Ali and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were the three guys that really pressed the social issues back in the 70s and 80s. And that's where they made their greatest impact, even though they were all Incredible on the field. Same goes for Julius Irving, the doctor. I mean, the the way they did the social, the social injustices and and the you know built-in racism, they handled it really well. And and they're really really magnanimous. And it was wonderful to see them get recognized.
4: I agree with everything he said except one little point. Jim Brown played nine years, not twelve years. So all those did he only play
2: nine years and he had twelve thousand yards? Yeah, in a game season.
4: Think about that. Wow. Uh, but you did, wow. mention, you did mention Kareem and Jim Brown and others who were involved in the uh, movement um, in the 60s and the 70s and, and whatever. And, of course, this week we did see uh, uh, Kareem uh, put his hand around LeBron. And I opened the show talking about LeBron and the way he treated Russell Westbrook. Let me ask you something. Is Jeannie Bus beyond her? Uh, is she just getting overpowered by LeBron? I mean, I don't think you can allow... Uh, two players, one player to treat another like he did, and, and you know. And, well, I mean, and back,
2: originally, Fred didn't didn't LeBron go to her and say we got to get
4: Russell, bring yeah, him here? That makes it worse, and that's the point. I mean, it's well, like.
2: Say, and since when did since when did the inmates run the asylum?
4: Well, with the Lakers, they do. And I look at that. I'm not saying that trade wasn't a good trade. It might have been a good trade. Now they we have, have one.
2: Have Russell once before, Fred?
4: Yeah. And they, uh, they drafted him. To, he was a second pick in the draft from Ohio State. So, yeah, you know, of course I they did. I look at the did.
2: three-way trade. You know, Lakers get Russell Westbrook going to Utah. Three-way deal. They acquire D'Angelo Russell, a point guard. They get uh, a shooting guard, Malik Beasley, a forward, Jared Vanderbilt, from the Jazz. And Jared Vanderbilt can fill it up from three. So can sure. Malik Beasley. Sure can. Uh, Minnesota gets Conley Jr., um, Mikel Alexander-Walker in a 2024 second-round pick. And, of course, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook and, and Juan Toscano Anderson, a really good shooting forward, and a 227 1st first-round pick from the Lakers. I mean, I, I just don't get that deal, really. And, you know, and you made a great point in the opening, Fred. so as much as I like Davis, Davis is a guy that's going to play 25 to 35 games a year. <laughs> And, and last, last time I
4: checked, they play eighty-two. Uh, I, I I made a bad mistake. I opened it at fifty-five before the season began, and I, I we said
2: I said he'd be I said I would be under on that.
4: I hope I do. <laughs> I, I said uh, he'd be under, but I didn't know he'd be this much under. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, that's the Lakers. Let's go three thousand miles to the east. Over the last couple years, if you've got James Hart, Irving, and Durant, and you win nothing. And now you have none of the three. Would they not be one of the most disappointing NBA clubs in history?
2: I wrote an article about it this week. Just that. Um, You know, Kevin Durant going to the Suns. You know, it's a big splash for their new owner, Matt Sebia. I think that's a great deal for them. I don't think he's going to make much of a difference. What are they going to do with Chris Paul? You know, they've been trying to, they've been dissing him for the last two weeks, from what I can gather. Yeah. Um, All the newspapers here are really kind of down on what they're doing to Chris Paul because, I mean, he had him last year right at the cusp of of competing for an NBA championship. Um, You know, the Nets, they get some good players. You know, Mikhail Bridges is a good three-point shooter, great D, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. He's probably got a year or so left. But four first-round draft picks? that mortgaging your future for now?
4: Well, I, yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with anything you just said. I can't disagree with everybody's been writing. I mean, if you got Harden yeah, and do they
2: have? They have Ben Simmons. What's he good for?
4: Not free throws. Uh, I can guarantee you that. Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, if you like what we say, disagree with what we say, that's fine. We, we would discuss that. Uh,
2: now, Fred, you heard what Bill Plasky said, right? The LA Times. Calling uh, LeBron James officially and unquestionably quote the greatest basketball player to walk on earth i last my my tutu off on that one there's no apologies to will chamberlain or michael jordan or elgin baylor but uh really i don't think so
4: all right uh he's art source i am fred uh hopefully mark mancini gets to us Sometime through the night, uh, you can email us at sportsfred at ao.com, at AOL.com. Come back and play a little Baron Sports Trivia with our 126 years of age when well, we do come back
3: on Sports Overnight America. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 449 1759 Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable?
0: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
4: Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Network America. At this point, without Mark Mancini, but we've got the guy from Pennsylvania now in Phoenix, getting ready for the Super Bowl and the golf and this and that and waste management and uh, the whole uh, Palooza and uh, of course at 126 years of age, before we play Baron Sports Trivia, I always ask you, legally, what medicinal products are you using this evening? Well, you know, Fred, I've tried them all now. I mean, there's about 30 of them out there on the
2: marketplace. Noreva's fantastic, Awaken is good, Prevagen and Focus Factor. The combination of the four taken like every third or fourth day seems to give me the energy I need. Although I have noticed being on the road here now for five days that I'm not once what I once was. (laughs) Hey, did you
4: have to wear wear a tux last night or no? Did Did you have to wear a tux or? You
2: know what I had on my Brooks brothers, my Brooks brothers suit double breasted blue blazer with gold buttons. Um, I looked looked magnificent, I must say so myself. Even Jerry Jones gave me the thumbs up. What a trip he is. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I I did my best to try to represent the crew, you know. I don't get dressed off very much. Like, right now, I'm in my Adidas sweats. And, you know, of course, it's, I mean, my goodness, it's late at night. I mean, it's 11, almost 11 o'clock, a little after 11 o'clock here in Phoenix right now. But you know what? I gotta tell you, yeah, the, uh, the bird, the crow's nest is still cooking. The bird's nest over at the Phoenix Open, I can hear the music. Jason Aldean was playing last night. <laughs> Thirty-five thousand people partying in a big tent. They're having up to a half a million people here, and of course, that's all leading up to Sunday afternoon at four thirty here in Mountain Time when the uh, Phoenix, when when Phoenix hosts. Super
4: Bowl 57. All right, uh, let's play some Barron Sports trivia. And of course, we uh, uh, mentioned Bill Russell before as one of the, uh, well, the great, you could make the case that he was the greatest player in the history of the NBA. Again, uh, 11 titles as a coach and a player. i have to agree with you, Fred.
2: You
4: know, I mean, you, and I, of course, I was his producer, one of his producers on KBC Radio when I was going to college. And uh, I thought he was the best sports talk show host I've ever heard in my life. You know why? Because he was so incredible. Better than me and you, buddy? What? Oh, well, uh, they invited us. When he went up to Seattle, Bob Walsh, the program director, invited me to go up there with him, and I wish I had. I didn't. Uh, made a very bad uh, decision. the greatest
2: I... laugh of all time, Fred.
4: Oh, yeah. No, no question. Uh, uh, with the Celtics, he played with a guy you might remember, uh, Bob Cousy. Where did he go to school? Bob Cousy, I think, was a USC boy, wasn't he? Bill Sharman was.
2: Bill Sharman was a USC guy. Where did the Cus go? I'm going to say Cincinnati.
4: Uh, I'll give you a hint: religious. Religious. So he,
2: he
4: went to Notre Dame. Religious. Uh, um, <laughs> Holy Cross. Okay, Bob Cross. I, I would have never me. got that in a million years. All right. How about Kyrie Irving? Where did he go to school?
2: What if I said, "Who cares, Fred?"
4: Well, I, that's how I feel too. But but uh, where do you think he went to school? There's a point Irene here.
2: read Irving.
4: There's a point here.
2: God, did that he I, actually go to college?
4: One year, yeah.
2: One year, I, I don't know. You got me,
4: kid. The school was pr- very proud of the fact that uh, they didn't have they didn't have many one and guns. In fact, they were the last one to have that, and then all of a sudden. Everybody started leaving after one year. Maybe
2: Providence
4: or something like that. Duke, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if you're Coach K, uh, looking back, <laughs> what you wanted somebody like Kyrie Irving, and not just the anti-Semitism. He's a flat earther. He believes the Earth is flat. Uh, and by the way, he deleted uh, uh, the, the the apology for the anti-Semitism. And that let's let's go a little further on that. So you got Mark Cuban, who is Jewish. And he picks up Kyrie Irving in his free agency year. So Kyrie's got to be very, <laughs> I don't know, he wants to be in Dallas. But the point is, he's got to play well the last 35 uh, thirty. Well, my dad games. would have
2: said that that would be kind of like strange bedfellows. Don't you think? But yeah, I gotta believe that's going to be a very interesting relationship. And I also wonder, you know, Luka Doncic is, is pretty much the man right now, okay? Yeah. Did you have two shooting guards on the same team?
4: Well, you know, the, the he got uh, Kyrie got a break in that a couple of nights ago uh, against the Clippers. Um uh, uh Doncic is out. He's missed out 3 or 4 games in a row. So that's a break in okay. in that in that, uh, in that situation he scored 24 points. He had uh, I think seven or eight assists. He played very well. There's no, listen, there's nobody questioning. This guy
2: offensively is a talent. There's a talent offensively, Fred, but he doesn't play much defense. Nope. Okay. He's going to say something along the line where everybody's going to say, what? And and, and I mean, you know, I I just, I I find that hard to believe that Mark Cuban would go out. You know, I could see Mark Cuban going for some other players and they could use a point guard like a Russell Westbrook. I mean, golly. That guy leading the way on the break, dishing the ball to all the different talent they have out there in Dallas. I could have seen that, but, but I just don't see Kyrie Irving fitting in in that group. But, hey, what do we know, Fred? We're only sports fans.
4: All right. So my point is I think he's got to play well the rest of the season. And then either Dallas is going to give him two or three years or mm-hmm. no. And then somebody else may or may not. Uh we'll find out what happens. I again, Mark Cuban totally shocked me with going in that direction. You know, everybody thinks that they know better than somebody else. And so, even though Kyrie's been a pain no matter where he's been, Celtics, Cleveland, uh, and now with the Nets, he's he, I think I think Cuban thinks that he can turn them around and uh, they went in that direction and I think he's going to learn a lesson and you know, maybe Doncic will one out. You know, if he's got to share the ball with somebody who hogs the ball, so we'll see how that works out. All right, more barren sports trivia. Uh, my second favorite Dodger of all time, my number one is Duke Snyder, of course, but my second favorite is Sandy Koufax. Uh, he actually was playing basketball on a scholarship when the Dodgers signed him in 1955. Where was he going to school out of Lafayette High School? Where was he going to school uh, I think I
2: mentioned Cincinnati earlier today. Is it is it Cincinnati?
4: Yeah, you see, you are right. But now, if you're saying it before, so yeah, it, it's Cincinnati. He was a on a basketball. You know, talking too. about
2: class, Fred, Sandy Koufax. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, when you think about class individuals, you look at a guy like Sandy Koufax. You look at a guy like Gil Hodges. Yeah. Um, you look at a guy like Walter Austin. These guys were so strong and silent and humble men who were great at what they did. And then you look at the modern day athlete. And you know, I gotta tell you I was touched last night when Damar Hamlin came out yes. in front of everybody, especially, you know, the the guys that saved his lives on the field. And you know, I, I, it just it hit me it hit me. I mean, I had tears running down my, my cheeks and the first responders were right there. And to see him bouncing around the stage and full of life, it made me realize that, you know, the power of people pulling together, you know, whether it's prayer or whether it's just care or love, it's something real special. And and, and it kind of brought everybody together last night. And uh, I really saw a change, kind of a sea shift, a change in perceptions. And I think this young man has done a lot. For a society that needs to get in touch with its inner self.
4: All right, but let me ask you something. If you're his family, he's twenty four years of age. Do you want him playing again?
2: No. What? No, there's no reason for that. He could be a spokesman for what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You know, your your defibrillators. You know, in youth in youth sports all over the world. Yeah. Um, he can do he can do great things. You know, with with the amount of money they raise between nine and eleven million for his Toys for Tots and the kids and his foundation. I wouldn't want to see him do that. I I would rather see him be above the fray, become a spokesman for, you know, for how important it is to take care of yourself. You know, there still is a big problem in the NFL, Fred. You know, I was at Roger's Roger Goodell's State of the NFL speech, and, you know, he, he said that, you know, of the 129 concussions that happened last year, it's because – you know, they had more people checking on people and, and mm-hmm. this and that. And, you know, I actually tried to raise, the, raise my hand and ask a question about the new helmets that they, they kind of had no transparency over. All the people that have had, you know, the problems with concussions and CTE and, and dementia over the years, you know, and and I, and I think he remembered me from from when he was an assistant and I met with, uh, with Paul Tagliabue with my idea about, you know, putting in an area, right next to the Mayo Clinic in Phoenix where the old players could come and they could be checked out and they could really find out what was going on. It's 25 years ago, Fred. Billions of dollars they could have saved by getting into this when they wanted to, when, when I thought they should have done it. And the acreage they could have purchased, they could have purchased at $50 an acre. Okay, Right next to the Mayo Clinic where they were doing, you know, cutting edge research on just what we're talking about. Alzheimer's, and things of that nature.
4: Well, I think, again, it's proven that, you know, it's management versus labor, and management wants to use labor and uh, not necessarily protect labor. And even though it wasn't for the labor, they wouldn't be worth the franchise talks about billions of dollars.
2: You know, diversity and, and uh, equity and, you know, issues that the NFL still faces, you know, and, and, and I was thinking to myself, okay, there's eight NFL black GMs now. You got three coaches that are black. You have one, two multiracial, biracial coaches, and you have a Hispanic coach in Ron Rivera. Okay, how right. many how many minority owners are there in the National Football League, Fred?
4: <laughs> Zip. No, no question. I mean, it, it, it's a you know it's a hard way to go. And you know uh, what? Nobody
2: ever asks that question.
4: Uh, and and you team. know, and again, the,
3: team, the the, the Rooney rule, out the, I mean, money.
4: the Rooney rule, helped, but it hasn't gone as far as it should have gone, as far as that is concerned. And uh, everybody knows it, everybody realizes it. And uh, for an African American, it's more difficult to get a head coaching job. You can be become a defensive coordinator, uh, you can yeah. become an assistant coach, you know, in different positions, but. It's just very tough. You seem to do see the league if you come
2: up. A defensive
4: coordinator. It happened twice last week. <laughs> Brian Flores you're talking. Yep. All Flores. Flores and Coach Will. 29ers. Now
2: right.
4: Uh, we're going to come back with more straight away. And uh, you can email us at uh, sportsfredadale.com right here on Sports Overnight. Uh-
1: This is Staples. So
4: rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship.
1: Mm-hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need.
4: Boxes? Yep. Mailers?
1: Yeah, and we have UPS here in store.
4: Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next?
5: Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item, in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details.
3: This view was worth a hike.
0: Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
3: Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer?
6: Not yet.
3: Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if KolaGuard is right for you. Or visit KolaGuard.com.
1: I'm in.
4: Hey, welcome back, everybody! It is Sports Overnight America. Apparently, Mark Mancini is uh, sleeping, or technically, uh, in a depth uh, this evening, so he's not with us. But we do have Art uh, Source uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, now in Phoenix, Arizona, getting ready for the Super Bowl and the golf and, and, and whatever. And Art, at 126 years of age, with so much to talk about. You know, in your lifetime, you know, going back the Sandy Koufax thing. He retired in 1966, so that's 34 and 23. That's 57 years ago, even for a guy 126. Doesn't that sound astounding? He retired 57 years ago.
2: Well, you know, when I worked for Mizuno Sporting Goods back in the late 70s and early 80s, one of my greatest thrills of all time, Fred, was I got to play the old Vero Beach golf course with uh, with him. Tommy Lasorda, who's a hoot on the golf course, and a real good player by the name of Don Sutton. He's not with us anymore. Great broadcaster, great Dodger right-hander. And I got to tell you, Sandy Colfax was the most – when we talk about class, when we talk about the epitome of of being everything that you'd want an athlete to be, I got to tell you, the guy was just unbelievable, and I've always remembered that over the years. And, you know, I I just – I'm amazed. I think Roger Staubach fits into that category. Um, these these are guys that had they had they ever entered the political arena, they would have been great for our country. I even look at Roger now, and I and I, and I look at a guy like Joe Biden, and I go, Wow, who would you rather have run in this country right now? Well, I'll take a guy like Roger Staubach nine times out of ten.
4: Folks, you can email us if you disagree or agree with Art at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And I've been harping on this, but I have to continue on the NIL and the uh, transfer portal and uh, collegiate sports. And now it's mm. Jimmy Beheim accusing other coaches of buying players. Well, that's on the NCAA. That's not necessarily on the coaches. It's on the ridiculousness of the NCAA trying to save its own money, allowing the kids to go out there and finding their own sponsors. And Jimmy Beheim, who's been as solid a coach as you're going to find at, at Syracuse, and he doesn't want to retire, and I don't blame but let
2: him. Let me ask you a question. Has, has, has the game passed Jimmy Beheim by just a little bit now?
4: No, I don't think so. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. He's
2: still okay? But, I mean, if like you're going to start complaining about that stuff, I mean, that's the way the rules are written. I know there's a lot of well-he- well-heeled Syracuse alumnus. Okay? Right. Why don't you get on the phone and talk to Bob tostis make some phone calls, get a hold of some of those guys, like Mike Tirico, who know everybody in the world of sports and marketing right. and everything,
6: Right. and say, hey,
2: we need to get some guys. We need to build up a program. And I'm sure Dino Babers would be in on it in football. coach.
4: <laughs> Is there any so, way –
2: We're talking about Jim Brown and one of your favorite all-time athletes. You know, this is a great, a great university.
4: Is there Ernie Davis, you're talking about, is there any way, is there any way to put it back into the bottle? Or are we stuck forever with the NIL?
2: You know, you're going to need a real leader, not a a Klyavakov with the Pac-12 or half of these bozos running around, running the NCAA. You're going to need someone to stand up and say, look, all right, Yes, we let the genie out of the bottle, but we're going to put it back in there. You know, if you want to play college football, you can't play seven or eight years. You're going to play five years. If you get a special exemption, maybe six. We're going to give you a certain amount of money, but you're not going to make $2.5 million a year. You're going to make two hundred and fifty grand. The rest of it's going to go into a pot so that your teammates in a team sport can also engage in it because we've talked about what that leads to eventually we're going to see it happen Fred one of these kids is going to an offensive tackle who's making 40 grand at Texas A M. some somebody's going to come to him and say hey you let the defensive end slip by you three or four times we got 100 Gs for you and boom that's the difference in the game it's going to happen they better rein it in and you know what and, and, you know I don't think it is too late but you need leadership This is something that's lacking in all phases of America, in all businesses. So you've got this woke BS that's going on. Nobody wants to take a stand for what's right. And what's right is, yes, the kids deserve to make money. These programs are making millions and millions of dollars. We know that. But do you need to have 27 NCAA athletes in football making more than the starting quarterback for the NFC and the NFC championship game, Brock Birdie, that doesn't make any sense to me, Fred.
4: Well, let me put it to you this way. I agreed with everything you said, and it's exactly what I feel. However, the attorneys listening to this show are now clapping their hands because if <laughs> they try to take away the money, you know, if you're, if you're a quarterback and you've got a $10 million contract over four years, and all of a sudden, the NCAA says no. You got a major lawsuit. I don't know how you put it back and It's basically what I'm saying. Uh, the NCAA, uh, the NCAA family be sued water,
2: by You know more about that than I do. I think yeah, you but... might be right. But I mean, the bottom line. The bottom line is there needs to be some sort of rational discussion. I mean, it, it's just it, it's just too much. It, it, You know, and the sad part is, what about the other sports? What about girls' softball? What about, you know, track and field? Do they still even compete in track and field? You know, girls' volleyball. Hey, you know, at the Bryce Center up at Penn State a couple weeks ago, they had a dual meet with Michigan. They had 14,000 people in the stands to watch a wrestling match. Yeah. That blew my mind, Fred. When's the last time you actually saw anybody wrestle, you know, on the West Coast?
4: Do they even have <laughs> wrestling teams? Okay, l- l- let me let me throw you something uh, about wrestling. UCLA actually had a strong wrestling team in the early 1970s. And then Title IX came. The one good thing Richard Nixon ever did, and he did it for political reasons, basically sharing uh, the dough between men and women and the scholarship between men and women. And UCLA didn't have the money, so the kids transferred to Arizona State. And that was the end of the men's wrestling program at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is that it's a mishmash of problems, but the NCAA made such a big problem with this NIO and the transfer portal. We had a couple months ago or last month, a UCLA women's basketball player transferring to USA. Give me a break. I can't take it now, anymore.
2: That's something that when you can go interconference, yeah. I don't think that's right. I think, honestly, here's my, my perspective on the uh, transfer portal. I think you should get one shot. If the coach leaves, you maybe get a second shot. But you can make a mistake at 17. You go somewhere, you know, you know you're know, you stuck seventh or eighth. But, you know, hey, Joe Montana was seventh on the depth uh, chart at, at, at Notre Dame when he first got there. And he kind of hung in there, and it worked out all right, didn't it, Fred?
4: <laughs> Pretty fair, yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
2: It just it comes down to how you were raised, and if you really believe in you know in the program, and if you love the school, I mean, you know, I, I just look at it from a different perspective. I, I think it's all possible if it's allowed, you know, and and that's where it's at.
4: And uh, as a former uh, Trojan punter, uh, how do you uh, feel, uh, punter, a uh, kicker? Uh, how, how do you feel about JT Daniels? How many schools have he been to? I believe he's
2: on number four, right? Started at USC, went to Georgia, won a national championship. Then he went to West Virginia and Morgantown. And now he's playing for the Owls. Down there in uh, Houston. So, you know, and and he's not done yet.
4: Do I hear somebody laughing in the background?
6: It's Mancini, man. I'm listening to you guys sitting in the bullpen, throwing 100 miles an hour, waiting to get called in.
4: So, Mark uh, calls in with a few minutes to go on the show. We do appreciate it. Uh, All right. um, Email us, sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Super Bowl Sunday, USA Today listed the 57 greatest Super Bowl teams in order. Mancini, who do you think they had number one of the 57 greatest Super Bowl teams of all time?
6: Well, I'm going to be a little biased. I think it had to be the Pittsburgh-Dallas one
4: in the '70s. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to be a little biased. Not, not 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 games, there were two of those games. Not, not Hang on, not games, teams. One team. Who was the uh, greatest? Well, I'm going
6: to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go with the uh, Steelers on it.
4: Let's see. Let me see the first Steelers listed here. First Steelers listed is number seven, the 1975 Pittsburgh Steelers. So can um, I go with the '85 Bears? The 85 Bears is correct, um, and again, they, they beat everybody, what, by 15, 16 points per game. Um, and they
2: were <laughs> darn good figures, too.
4: I mean, it's like, uh, no, no, you can't defensively, you can't uh, beat the Chicago Bears of 1985. Um, what, what a little bit surprising, I think, and if you're uh, a fan of the Miami Dolphins, aren't uh, the seventy well, uh Oh, you're 0,
2: you coming in second.
4: You didn't come in second. You didn't come in second. You came in, uh, hang on, you came in fourth.
3: And their logic their
4: logic was they had the easiest schedule maybe of all time. They only played two teams in the entire season that ended up over 500. And those two teams were eight and six. So they actually were listed fourth behind Chicago Bears number one, 49ers of 84-2, the 49ers of uh, uh, '89, three, and then the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. I find that rather well, interesting.
2: I feel bad for the Steelers because they. I hope they're at least fifth on that list because they're, they're 70.
4: The the Seven. seventh, seventh, the See, that's what happens seventh.
2: when you get far enough down the line, and you, you wonder who's who's voting for this stuff. I mean,
4: yeah. You
2: know, well, I, not I only you, that, the steel curtain I, teams are pretty darn good. That one team, I believe,
6: has eight guys on their defense that were in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then you got to throw the Redskins in there, too. The Doug Williams yeah. team, the Joe Theismann guys. I mean, those those teams just – I don't know what they're looking at and because the Bears were
2: – Were they chopped liver? Yeah.
4: Let's see. The Bears – Hang on. Let me find out the first Patriots. So far, it's, they're not in the first – uh, hang on, I'm looking, looking as we're doing this show. And if you're watching on uh, video, you're 17, no, 16, the 207 <laughs> wow. Patriots, the first uh, Patriots uh, to show up among the 57. That's according to Gannett and uh, USA Today. So the US, I mean, you can the agree USA this.
2: far to the left. Yeah, right.
4: OK. Patriots are 17. And uh, you think it's because Robert Kraft uh, supported Donald, uh, whatever his name was?
2: Yeah, there's there's something going on there somewhere. I'm not sure about that that listing.
4: So you turned the uh, show you turned the show into a political show, did you? Ar?
2: Well, I'm just saying that you
6: know the USA Today. Uh, uh, I did I did
2: a real deep <laughs> dive the other day into publications around the United States. how uh, they call it the liberal mass media, right? And. Uh, it's, it's pretty true. There's only about six real sources that give you the news right down the middle. So I, Mark, I you, want to
6: know. Mark, Fred, go ahead. Go Fred, ahead, Mark. Go ahead Mark. You, 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 you know, predict stuff good and you, you can, you know, the odds. And I know already does crew. I want to know if you can help me on this. If I were to have a buddy drop some money in Vegas saying that the Dodgers would not make the playoffs this year, what kind of odds would I get on a $50 bill? Probably You're a getting... ten to one deal. Wow. Seriously.
2: That's, I mean
3: That they wouldn't know, make
2: it? Of the eight of the last nine down division, division, the Western Division Championship. Yeah. Ten to one second favorite this year, right now. They're over and under, ninety seven and a half.
4: I think Mark, I think you'd get better than ten to one. That they wouldn't <laughs> make it. And I, <laughs> I and I will guarantee you they will. Uh they well, they're following
6: a- me around, and they're saying I'm the world's worst handicapper because they listen to us. They say whatever he picks, take the opposite. So you I'm should make a lot of money on that one, Fred. Speaking of such,
2: Mark, what I'm, do you like this weekend?
6: I'm writing check checkout right now. I like the—I've like the, said it a bit and I've been consistent, and you guys know me. I will stay consistent. I got the Eagles 35-17. I don't think— Anybody has got this one up there, but I like the Eagles. I think they're going to smell shark in the water going
4: to or by smell blood in the water. The water. Right. Well, that, hold that thought. Hold, that, hold, hold, that, 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 hold that thought. We're going to come back and uh, wrap things up. Uh, and at that note, folks, uh, you just heard what uh, the World War Sports Handicapper indicated, so I would go the <laughs> other way. But uh, we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit more on sports over now.
1: plus broad spectrum, equal healthy, fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
3: Do you
6: own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, Call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your
3: timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800 824 5131. 800 824 5131. 800 824 5131. That's 800 824 5131.
4: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Wrapping things up on Sports Overnight America. And uh, we've got the world's worst sports handicapper, Mark Mancini, and former uh, kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC, and art source at 126 years of age. Just heard. uh, for the break, you just heard uh, Mark indicate, the World's World Sports handicapper that he likes Philadelphia 35-17. Let me just tell you this, the public right now has made Philadelphia a point and a half favorite. The computers have KC as a two point favorite. Art Sars, uh, who do you like uh, in, the, in the big one? Well,
2: like I said, I, I, I talked to 50 people, you know, NFL people. I mean, from Jimmy Brown to Roger Goodell, Roger wouldn't answer me, obviously. But Jerry Jones, <laughs> Jerry Jones actually thinks that Mahomes is going to be the difference. I like 31-28 Kansas City, but everybody I, I kind of talk to, consensus star, score is 30-28. to 28. One of my theories is, is Jalen Hurts has never been in a moment like this. This is the third time Mahomes has been there. I don't think anybody is prepared for the first time you go out and play in front of a half a billion people.
4: No, I, I I agree with you. I, I have uh, AC winning 33-23.
2: And
4: I just think that uh, the Eagles will kick some field goals. Uh, they certainly will do that. But as you indicated, between Mahomes and Hurts, Mahomes has had more pressure more times than Hurts. Hurts was a great – I voted for him for the Heisman after he transferred to Oklahoma – So, uh, I mean, I think he's a fine quarterback. You know,
2: and and Fred, not to be conspiratorial, and same with you, Mark, but there's something about Andy Reid being an ex-Philadelphia coach who won 100 games there. Now he's in Kansas City. He's won 100 games. He's been to 11 AFC or NFC championship games. He only has one payoff, one Super Bowl. So I'm kind of wondering if he wins this Super Bowl, becomes the first coach to win – Super Bowls with two teams if he rides off into the sunset.
4: Mark, in 10 seconds, I want the folks to hear your opinion one more time so they can go the other way. Quick, Mark.
6: 35-17. The Eagles have been tested all year, and they got a lot to prove. Sirianni got that chip on his shoulder not being
4: added to Andy Reid's staff back then, so I'm going with the Fly Eagles fly. Folks, sell your home. Go. Go for it. You'll have two homes. (laughs) All right, for Art, for Mark, for Mario, I'm Fred. See you around the corner. the night, America.